Hey folks, Andrew Packer here and welcome to Trading Tips. As we get into 2020, there are a couple of different investment strategies that people will be talking about, things like the January effect where stocks tend to go up. Uh, but I think one of the more interesting ones is a strategy called the Dogs of the Dow. And this is a strategy that's based on the idea that out of all 30 stocks that compromise the Dow Jones Industrial Index, what you want to do at the beginning of every year is just target the five companies that had the worst performance the prior year. By having this basket of companies, uh, over time, studies have shown that the dogs of the Dow have outperformed the Dow itself on average. And I mean, again, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is it's a very old school index. It's not necessarily as tech heavy as the NASDAQ or the S&P 500 as a whole, but you can still get a nice market beating return out of it, essentially looking at conservatively run companies and kind of older industries that underperformed the market in the past year. This is a great advantage of uh, taking advantage of the reversion to the mean. And that's something that, you know, as investors and traders, we want to look for because whenever a stock gets too out of whack with its kind of trends going, uh, whether too high or too low, there's usually an opportunity to take the other side of that trade and make a profit. So of the dogs of the Dow, the one that looks like has been kind of the worst performer and the one that actually looks like the biggest opportunity for 2020 is Boeing. Ticker is BA. And there's a lot of reasons why you might not necessarily want to buy into this dog of the Dow. The fact of the matter is it's a dog with a lot of fleas right now. The bad news is everywhere. This is the company that had a bunch of its planes crash last year. There's been an investigation um, around the world. You know, countries have essentially stopped ordering jets of the 737 MAX line. Boeing has even stated uh, just at the end of 2019, you know, we're going to you know, kind of suspend production of the 737 MAX for a while. And all of those things, these are big, terrible problems. And, you know, people have, have died and there are investigations going on. And it seems like things couldn't, you know, get possibly worse. But for all of that ha happening, Boeing actually performed flat last year. It didn't really lose money. It didn't really gain. So it did substantially underperform 2019's fantastic market return. But as a result, that makes it one of the top dogs of the Dow. But one of the questions we really need to ask ourselves when all of these news de uh, events develop is, you know, what's, what's the end game? You know, is this going to be a permanent problem for the company? Is this going to permanently impair the business? Or are these challenges that can be overcome and resolved and bring a company back to new heights? Now, in the case of this, they've got, you know, one of their many planes that they manufacture being completely shut down. Taking that out of the equation, most of the company's business is still there. However, as a result of kind of the fear surrounding it, you know, Boeing orders have dried up a bit, which is why earnings are down by 25% in the last year and revenue is down by 50% in the last year. Now, those numbers, you know, look a lot worse, but considering the size of the 737 MAX within the overall fleet of Boeing aircraft, it also starts to look a little bit like a overreaction. And of course, eventually, you know, people will realize they've overreacted. Boeing's gonna sell other models of planes. They're gonna eventually resolve some of these issues. And even if a lot of people decide, hey, you know, we don't want to be in a 737 MAX plane, if Boeing can't sell them to the airliners or to governments, you know, they'll just come up with the, a newer model plane, as they've kind of always done, and come up with a new product. So when we look at this issue, we can see that this is one that is taking a lot longer than, you know, might have initially thought, especially when some of the news headlines dated back, you know, to the early part of last year. But it's an uh, achievable problem that can be overcome. And as the company overcomes it, you know, they can regain the trust and confidence of consumers everywhere. So looking at that from just kind of a, a perception management problem, that's easy to overcome. 
The next question we need to ask ourselves when it comes to looking at a company dealing with so much bad news that it's one of the dogs of the Dow is, does the company have the balance sheet to survive this problem and you know, kind of muddle through and be all right? Now, in this case, it's absolutely true that you know, while Boeing's got some problems and their earnings are down and their revenues are down, the worst of that might be priced in. And more importantly, the company has a strong balance sheet. They've got a market cap of about $200 billion right now. That's the value of all of their shares outstanding on the stock market. Uh, and then if you look at their total debt, which is all of their debt minus all of the cash on their balance sheet, they actually only have about $15 billion in debt. So compared to a lot of companies out there, including some big name tech companies that have had really good runs like Apple and Microsoft, uh, Boeing's actually pretty under leveraged here. That's only about seven and a half percent of all of their stock is debt. So when you look at this balance sheet, this is when you say, you know, this is a strong balance sheet. This is a company that has the ability to continue generating cash because they're still generating revenue. The amount of debt that they have is easy to kind of take care of and accommodate with their balance sheet. They can continue dealing with you know, these issues and resolving them without having to worry about you know, where they're gonna get more cash from. They're not gonna necessarily have to sell more shares and spook the markets and send the share price down to raise money because they don't need to raise money. They might be able to go to the credit markets and get even more debt right now to get past this. The fact of the matter is you know, they've got a lot of options here. And financially speaking, because they're in such a sound position, it means that as the problems get resolved, the company's going to start seeing some better returns going forward. So when we look at all of the issues surrounding Boeing right now as a dog of the Dow, uh, you know, it looks like really one of the best opportunities in kind of the big uh, you know, blue chip established names that we see today. So looking at that, would I say that Boeing is a buy? Absolutely. Now, for where shares have been trading in the past year, I would recommend taking a look at picking them up at or under $350 a share. Uh, amazingly, shares were in the 400, mid 400 range most of 2019. It was really only toward the end of the year it started getting kind of a big sell-off, getting down into the 330 range at the end of the year. So I think up to 350, you're going to be in a good place. There's a little bit of a dividend, but you know, I wouldn't necessarily look at this as a dividend play. You're going to get paid a little bit to wait, but as the company resolves its issues, uh, probably you know, almost entirely by the end of 2020 here, we're going to be looking at a position where you know, this is going to be one of those dogs of the Dow that surprises people with a 30-40% gain no matter what the rest of the market does. And that's really kind of the key point here because we don't always know what the market's gonna do. And when you have companies that have already kind of had a big sell-off while the rest of the market has been zooming higher, they tend to shine during these periods of general market uh, flatlining or underperformance or even a market decline. So there are a lot of great reasons to look at Boeing right now. Obviously, there's a lot of bad news right now, but the news isn't getting worse. And after the news has stopped getting worse, it tends to start getting better, and that tends to be good for the share price. They've got the financial wherewithal to survive you know, all of these problems and get past it and move on and go on to do good and better things. So at this price, at or under 350, I think you're going to be pretty happy with the performance. Well, that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer wishing you good trading and good financial health.